Private Capital presents Cincinnati's own Wise Money with the founders Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. That's right, folks. Welcome to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson, the co-founders of Olson Wilson Private Capital right here in Cincinnati. Also joining us is our engineer inside the booth today, Chrissy Paredes. I'm your host, Spike Spangle. And man, we have a lot of things to talk about. Is everybody happy? How are we doing today? Brad, how are you doing, buddy? We're awesome. We're awesome. <laughs> new <laughs> New Year, baby. It's uh, 2023. It is uh, alarming how, uh, man, we're just, we're all getting older. And Indeed, wiser. Uh, but I would hope. Perhaps. More, hopefully. more experienced, hopefully. maybe. There we go. For those who are tuning in, so many different topics we're going to be talking about today. Hey, of course, we've got to talk about that Secure Act 2.0. What does it mean 2. to you? 2.0. Uh, 1035 exchanges. I, I'm talking about that because uh, we know we've got our retirement CPA expert. Uh, I want to talk about some taxes today. Other things, uh, we want to talk about J.B. Diamond. We're going to talk about layoffs and, more importantly, retirement planning strategies for you all throughout today's program I think Brad was going to start out. What did what did you got? What's on the top of your mind today? We're we going to Jamie Dimon. We're we going to layoffs or something else on your mind. Well, you know, I think um, you know <laughs> we got through the holidays and and you know the the economic news hasn't changed much. <laughs> you know, they mm-hmm. they came out. There's still large companies announcing layoffs, larger layoffs than before, and. Uh, I think people really need to to be aware of and and prepare for a recession. You know, did you I, read I the uh, Goldman Sachs? Goldman Sachs yep. looking at four thousand. Did that come out for sure today? Yeah, it came out. Yep. They're gonna. I just saw they're gonna release thousands. Um, and you add that on, you got Wells Fargo. I mean, how do you not talk about Wells Fargo I'm coming out saying we are no longer doing mortgages, only unless you're a client of the firm, which is just. <laughs> Woo, that's amazing. Wow. They're getting I mean they survived 2008 in the financial crisis, but they are Gandhi out of the mortgage business. It is it is interesting when you look at what's happening in the economy and how things are moving and we have said it my god a year ago we were on this radio show talking about you cannot fight the Fed and here we are 1 year later and we're starting to see the effects. I, I think it's important to put in perspective, I loved history. Um, before I realized, I just didn't want to read books all day long and would like to uh, <laughs> actually be able to afford a, a jacket uh, that wasn't. All my history professors were really cool, but they always had those elbow patches, you know, like the suede like, ones. Yeah, yeah suede, and they they picked them up at Goodwill and, and you know, had holes in them and a pipe. Yeah, <laughs> cool dudes, but like you're like, man, is, is my man making any ends meet money wise? But. Uh, I I was a history major for a while, and so I love looking at perspective, and I think it's interesting when you look at 2022, and we, like I said, we talked about you can't fight the Fed, you can't fight the Fed. The the, the S&P 500 ended up down uh, a little over 18%, and, and then you have to stop and look, not just there, but the bond market. We talked a lot about the 20-year treasury and the challenges so many folks saw with mutual funds and exchange-traded funds and the movement of interest rates. I I went back and looked at a very popular um, iShare, which is an ETF. It's a huge ETF, TLT, uh, and it ended up the year Mm. down 31%. It tracks the 20-year treasury. 
31% on the bond side. It, is, it was a massive decline. So not only was the stock market down big, the bond market was down. Uh, NASDAQ was down drastically. And I, you think look- that, <clears throat> I think that bond uh, being decimated oh, like that, that's what- But we were screaming about that. So what- you've got to watch your bonds. You've got to watch your bond funds, your bond. We stood on a really precipice and were screaming nope. about that January, February, and all year. Here's what's interesting, guys. When you go back and look just at the stock market, the S&P 500, it was the fourth worst year since 1940. What? Think that. Think about that. 1940. It's the fourth worst year. year. You have 1974. The market was down just shy of 26%. 2002, down around 22%. 2008, the, the awful, you know, upper 30s, 37%, 38%. Mm-hmm. And in 2002, or 2022, forgive me. So it, it is true that we had an unbelievable, um, terrible year. We're seeing folks still come in going, you know, losing so much. But we had someone come in about a month ago, had $2.1 million at the start of 2022. And when we got their statements to come in, he had lost over $600,000. And was just in awe of how quick oh, it had happened. Th- this was a big year, and it was down. And and the challenge, and no one knows, is what happens next. I think what you have to be cautious of, and we've talked about this. I feel like it's Groundhog's Day here, but we talked about <laughs> the last time we saw an economy kind of grinding like this, 2000, 2001, 2002. Yep. You know, the big tech bubble of nineteen ninety nine. And then you had the 2000s markets down about 10%, 2001 down another almost 12%, and then 2002, 22, 23%. You're looking over a 40% decline in three years. God forbid if that goes on. And I think the issue and the concern is as you started this show, you're seeing Goldman Sachs and big banks and Jamie Dimon just came out and said, hey, I think interest rates uh, potentially could go to 6%. I mean, think about the move. We were at 0 to 025 in March mm-hmm. of last year, yeah, a year ago. And, yeah. and it is, it's an impact and it will have an effect and it doesn't just happen immediately. It bleeds through. And so as you're starting to see these layoffs and concerns, it is something that we're not out of the woods. In fact, we're in the middle of it. I hope this thing turns around and bounces. I hope it's a soft landing. We laugh about that, right? You're crashing an airplane. You hope it's soft and not a hard landing uh, and time will tell. Yeah. What about, uh, are we hearing anything local here in Cincinnati? Any of the bigger organizations with layoffs as well or, or nothing that we've heard so far? I haven't heard anything Nothing yet. so far. You're starting okay. to see a little okay. bit of concern uh, on the small business front uh, because you yeah. have lending pricing going so high. Uh, it's tough to borrow money. And a lot of times small businesses need to borrow money to do certain expansions or do certain things or just operating, just capital. operating capital. Yeah. yeah. And so because cost and interest rates are going high, you are starting to see a pinch. The challenge with that is so many people are employed by small businesses. And, and so that is yeah. an, an area where you just got to be cautious. I do think we'll see a recession. Um, it, the numbers are looking that way and uh, it'll be interesting Would to you see say what we're happens. in it. Well, the nice thing about a hard thing about happened? recession is usually by the time you know you're when it's officially a recession, you've been in it a while. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this this to me when you start seeing job layoffs and the market's down twenty percent, um, it's looking a lot. You know, so you'll, it's beginning to look a lot you, like Christmas. Know, uh, it's beginning to look a lot like a recession. I was yeah, just you'll say the you'll, same thing. we'll know it's raining if our shoes are wet. 
It'll yeah, be a little well, bit that's too why late. We'll already be in the middle of it. It is. That's right. Well, and, that, and, mm-hmm. and really, you know, it does it. I guess it matters, but really, does it matter? Yeah. Because because the the whole economic situation is just kind of deteriorating. It's just kind of grinding slower, and and whether or not it's officially a recession, uh, so what? Right. If you lose your job because because the economy is down, doesn't matter if you're in a recession or not. You're in one, and and you, right. you have to. I think people that that are approaching retirement, thinking about retirement, planning for retirement, you you have to to set your plan up. You have to set your finances up, investments up, so that so that you can you can survive this. Any retirement plan has to be monitored and adjusted. That's what bit so many people in the butt last year is. Nobody was looking at anything. Thank you for cleaning that up. You know, nobody was looking at anything and they had just set it up and forgot about it. Advisors weren't watching it and, and people were just decimated and it's going to affect people when, when they can retire and, and if they'll ever get those losses back, it was, well, that's why I want to. I'd like to ask you both right now, especially the beginning of this year, especially because 2022 in the rearview mirror, the risk analysis. If if we have somebody call in to the radio program, get you into the office, they bring in their statements, they bring in their review, what things will you be able to evaluate to help them avoid some of the pitfalls from last year by doing a risk analysis currently, yeah, that's by a great doing question. it as this year kicks off? It's amazing. We see so many folks come in and, and a lot of times they think they're diversified because they have 40 different mutual funds or they got an account with this advisor, an account with that yeah. advisor. And when they come in and we, co- we collect their statements, one of the things we, we love to do, uh, and it's, it's, it's a deep analysis, but one of the things we love to take away out of those pages is the correlation uh, matrix. And what I mean by that is how correlated yeah. are all of the assets to each other. And, and we actually have a video of this on our website. We call it Grandma's Quilt. Tell a story about when I was in South Texas over the holidays as a kid. They'd make a pallet, and we'd, we'd end up getting a big quilt because it'd get cold at night, and it was a beautiful multicolored quilt. And when this report comes back to us, it, 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 if it's uncorrelated, which means that they all don't respond the same, there's several different colors that show up on this color matrix. And if it's all correlated, meaning it all goes up, when the market's up and it all goes down when the market's down, it's almost all one color. It's a great visual aid to quickly look through, and there's numbers behind it. But we continue to see so many portfolios, people's life savings, 30, 40 years of work, and everything is correlated together, meaning it's all going up, it's all going down. That is one of the most um, misunderstood things, I think, when people really come in, they don't understand, well, I've got all these different mutual funds, but when we break it down into a stock intersection report, most of them are all owning the same stocks. Yeah, similar so they're all correlated yeah. and it's the same sectors. And so that's probably one of the areas right there. It's the hidden risk inside the portfolio. And that's one of the things that our retirement readiness review breaks down and really helps people understand what risk am I taking? Maybe you survived slightly this this economic nightmare mm-hmm. of 2022. 2023, we don't know what's going to happen. Are you truly diversified? How correlated are your assets? 844-657-1072. We have a team standing by and they answer the phone and say, listen, I want to come in and meet. 
free consultation, no obligation. Joe and Brad, I just want to connect and understand how my hidden risks are in my current portfolio. No obligation, no cost. Give Brad and Joe a call right here at Wise Money so you can get your risk review. No cost. 844-657-1072. More with Brad and Joe. More Wise Money. More solutions for you in retirement, Cincinnati, when we get back right after this. Welcome back to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. Chrissy, Spike, we got a full booth here today. I'm glad for it. Joe, you wanted to kick off uh, this segment here. We're going to talk a, a bit about returns. And that's usually kind of a, a, a gray area. Not all kinds of advisors like to talk about returns. What, what, did, what did you mean as far as what your clients were doing last year? Or the no, kind no, of I think what's important to understand is the, the average... The I think the average return in the market, you got to understand some, some math. Mm -hmm. I think this is, this is interesting because real versus average, um, they're very different. Brad's going to walk you through here. The retirement CPA will walk us through here in a second, but I want to put some perspective since we started this on history. Let's continue on history. When mm -hmm. you go back and look, going back to 1928, the average market, average markets between eight to 10% rate of return. Okay, everybody hear that? Now, nah, if you're in the S&P 500, you're going to average 8 to 10%, right? It, it is the, so many people, you hear that over, over and long over and periods over. of time, right? Yeah, over long periods of time, you're going to average 8 to 10%. Okay. All right, I'm putting you guys on the spot. Trivia question of the day. Chrissy. Yes. How many times since 1928 has the market returned between its average 8 to 10%? Spike Spangle, same question coming to you. I'm going to ask. I'm going to venture the guess of 17. All right. That's no, no probably good. Good guess. I like that. 17. Spike, what do you think? Average since market return 8 to 10. How many times since 19? No cheating. Since 1928, no. how many times has the market returned between 8 to 10%, which is its average? Survey says. I'll say 40. Okay, 40. Good. I mean, that's that would be what one would think. However, both wildly wrong. In fact, in fact, since 1928, there's only been one year what? where the market has returned what? between 8 and 10%. In fact, that year was 1993. I was a junior. Actually, I've been a senior. Senior, graduated in 94. Senior in high school at Lakota High School when it was one back in the day. It averaged uh, or it returned 9.97%. In I fact, was way if off. you go back, yeah, I know it was shocked. This shocked me too when I started looking I at was it. way -er off. 70% of the time, the market's either way up double digits or way down double digits. Think of what we just experienced hmm. last year. Market was down almost 20%. In fact, you go back a few years before that, the market was up greatly. You have to understand real and average make a big difference when you are getting ready to walk into retirement. And I think I, even though we're on the radio, we like to draw this out in our master class. And we've got one of those coming up at the University of Miami. Yep. We're visiting the Red Hawks. The 24th. Mm. The 24th of January, folks, if you want to be a part of that. It is a, a wonderful, just, just educational, we call it Retirement You. And you're more than welcome. Give uh, the office call 844-657-1072. You can sign up. 
But one of the things we want to cover is stuff like this, actual versus real. If you're getting yep. ready to walk into retirement and you're planning, and if your whole plan is, well, it's called if planning, on the average, you got to understand it's different than real. Bradley, yep. explain this, break this down. Well, and and it it's really important because a lot of people pick their investments, pick their mutual funds. They go back and look at the historical returns. What's the 10-year average been? What's the five-year average been? And and that's the average rate of return for that fund for that period of time. That's what's published. Now, we're going to do a little mental math example. Mental gymnastics is so what I like to call it. So just stay with me. The first one we're going to do is we're going to calculate the average. And we've got four years. First year is down 50%. Next year is up 50, down 50, up 50. What's the average rate of return for that time period? Right? 50. Add them together, divide by four. The average is zero. Zero. Up 50, zero. down 50, up 50, down 50. Average is zero. Zero percent rate of return. Now let's apply that to dollars, which is the actual return oh god cpa math That's, here right, here wait, go. wait 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 like, i gotta write this i know no, write it out have to write if you're driving listening to this don't yeah. write it pull over just, don't wreck just see it in your head you start with a hundred hundo okay lose 50 percent. that's 50 okay. grand Fifty thousand. yeah end of the year you're at fifty thousand. up 50 add twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. so you're at seventy five thousand. Seventy five. Next year's down 50. Down 50%. Lose 37.5. Okay, 37,500. Add 50. Up 50%. 18.750. Okay. okay. At the end of that time period, remember the average was zero. That's right. The actual return, you started with 100. You've got $56,250. That's an actual return over those four years of a negative 43.75%. Think about that. That's what you have to pay attention to is the actual return. How does that actual return affect your investment balances? Because you can have a period of time where the return is zero or eight or whatever they publish. And that's a mathematically accurate number, but that's not the same effect it would have on your investment balance. We, we kind of chuckle. It's we, important. We, we get folks in all the time and go, well, what, what is this? What is your c- combination here averaged? And it's, it's amazing because the marketing behind wall street has really, what's well, always they've oh, marketed the average rate of return. It's, it's a great way to hide bad performance. I mean, think about this. It's it, always it, how they pick funds. That's right. If you average 0% rate of return, but your money's in there and you're retired. And for the last four years, you're taking money out. You talk about a huge hit. Not only is the actual return down substantial, you're pulling money out at that time as well, which is what retirement is about. So it is alarming to us, I think, when so many folks, uh, you know, how did you pick this investment? How did you pick this fund? How did you pick this? And a lot of times, like, well, I just went in and looked at the average rate of return. And it was a brilliant marketing scheme from Wall, uh, Wall Street and and the marketing gurus there. And the fact is you have to truly understand volatility and negative volatility, especially as you are retiring and pulling money out. If you have types of years that we just had, and we gave the example of 2000, 2001, 2002, three years where almost the market was down 40% over those three years. 
the real returns on those, if you had a million dollars and you're losing that and you're still pulling out money because you have to live because you've retired, no longer get a paycheck, it is detrimental in a long-term plan. Say the least. Yeah. And, and, and that's the math that we have to work through on a daily basis for retirement folks. And that's what we specialize in, helping folks be and stay retirement ready. You cannot. I say it, be cavalierish, which means you cannot go in saying, well, I've averaged this rate of return if I buy this investment. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean jack diddly squat when you understand real versus actual returns. And I, I think the other p- thing people need to really check themselves on a lot is hope. I hope it works out. Hope isn't a plan. You know, hope, hope is not going to give you the best opportunity for things to work out. You need to look at it, analyze it, adjust it, get some professional help instead of just saying, well, I hope it works out. I know that that. I need professional help. uh, But you're talking about professional finance. You need clinical help, Spike. You need need clinical clinical help on the outside. (laughs) Deep, deep clinical. Deep help. And I completely agree with you on that. (laughs) One thing that I want to add into the fun of the average return is that another article that I think we've all shared before is that the average investor also doesn't achieve what the average returns are in those funds. Why is that? Because usually what happens is is because they see an average, oh, this thing is you know averaging uh 10 and so mm-hmm. th- they maybe and then they look at last year like, well, i had a really good year it's up 22 percent. i'm gonna go put all my money into that basket well folks we talk about this and we've talked about on the show there are seasons to life there are seasons in the economic cycle there are times when things are in favor there are times when things are out of favor i i gotta tell you a funny story how are we doing on time? I need, I'm going to look at our timer. We only got time. We got a couple I'm, of I'm minutes. I'm in the story mode. All right, I'll, I'll wrap this up quick. I was on a flight uh, mid-year last year, business trip, flying out to Phoenix. Uh, Spike, I think you were meeting us out there to do, to do a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a, there was a young kid, I say kid, 23, 24, sat down uh, sitting across the aisle from me. And he was sitting next to a businessman, and uh, they were just chatting, and I, I st- kind of piqued my interest. And the, the older businessman asked this younger kid, he said, so tell me what, what you're doing. He's like, well, I dropped out of college. I, I'm, I, I'm really a really good investor. Well, then I'm interested. Right. And I'm like, Oh, interesting. And, and the, the businessman's like, well, tell me, tell me what about what you're doing. He goes, well, I've, I've made a lot of money. I actually made $45,000 in the last five months, just, just in the market. And this kid, you can tell he's a college, he's just out of college. So he didn't really didn't have a job, didn't look like that. But you could, I'm like, well, this is interesting. What's what's going on? And I started chuckling because I knew where he's going. And he told the guy, I said, oh, I made a ton, a ton of money on you know these GameStop, uh, GameStop uh, stocks oh, and yeah. Dogecoin and Ooh. and this and that. And he goes. And so then I, I took that and I bought I put it all into Bitcoin and I've made a fortune in Bitcoin. And so what I'm able to do is I'm going out here to Phoenix because I'm going to buy some real estate. Now, at this time, Spike, you know how hot Phoenix is with mm-hmm. the real estate market or was, I should say. He, he made the comment. He said, I'm, I'm going out because the gentleman asked, well, how are you going to get a loan for that if you don't have a tell? He said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm borrowing against my investments. So he goes at what is oh, called margin. No. So he's buying these more or less penny stocks, leveraged them up because everything was rosy. Then he went into Bitcoin and now he's going out to buy real estate and he felt like he had the world by a string. So here he is borrowing on these crazy stocks to go 
buy overappreciated real estate and yeah. look at where those things are now yep. because they're out of favor. Even your popular stocks, there's nothing wrong with some of these amazing tech companies that that are just getting obliterated yeah. because they're out of favor. It's like having a rose bush and you want to have your friends go over and look at your beautiful rose bush and it's January. You know, it's ugly. It's yeah. just out of favor. And there's times that it's Which reminds times it me doesn't. of the great tulip craze and those who do not study their history are doomed to That's repeat right. it. It's Dutch. easy to look at it in the rearview mirror, but oh my gosh, the year last year. Hey, now I do have to take that break. Folks, you are listening to Wise Money. Make sure that you get your own risk and fee analysis. It is complimentary to the radio listeners. Brad and Joe don't just talk about it every single week. This is what they do in the offices. This is what they do with their live masterclass events. They answer your questions. But I want to ask you guys a little bit more about that when we come back from the break. How have yeah, your you events bet. been going? Let's do it. Be fun. Which ones you got coming up? And uh, do you mind? I want to poke the bears. I want to ask you guys about the Secure Act 2.0. Uh, mm, do you love it? Good. Do you hate it? <laughs> more with Wise Money, Brad and Joe, when we get back. Right after this, but call the phone number for your own complimentary risk and fee analysis. 844-657-1072. More with Brad and Joe right after this. Welcome back to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. Chrissy Paredes, I'm Spike Spangle, and every single week, Brad and Joe talk about retirement planning strategies for you, Cincinnati, and the greater Cincinnati area around here. Get your own risk report. What risk are you taking in your investments? Do you know? Do you know the costs inside there? For the radio listeners, Brad and Joe are happy to do a complimentary review to get this year kicked off for you. 844-657-1072. Hey, Chrissy, by the way, th this isn't the only place. I mean, we want our radio listeners to stay here, but uh, aren't there other places where people can actually see and hear Brad and Joe? Absolutely. And with college football season oh, being so over, dun, dun, you can dun. fill the void with <laughs> my friends, Brad and Joe, as they are on ABC Channel 9. That's right. Saturday. Right after the world nightly news. It's perfect. Like, you it know, is. you guys put a bow on it. Uh, Saturday at 7 p.m. and Sunday mornings, 11.30 a.m. That's right. Channel 9. Yep. Channel and 9. once the NFL ends, we'll, we'll be on Fox 19 at 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings. I think that starts in February. It's the perfect thing to curb that that football season coming to an end pain right. that we feel every year because you guys just come right in and it's it's a great watch. You can also go to your website has so many good resources as we well. We do. We do. A lot of a lot of video clips, news clips. We've got a lot of our, our news interviews on there as well. And you think the retirement CPA Bradley Olson is good on the radio. You ought to see how good he looks yeah. on TV. He's right? Just dashing. <laughs> Such dashing. a stud. He's blushing hey, right now. Speaking I love of it. you guys, I want to let you know right now, I'm getting a wave through my window over here. Uh, Joe, do you have a live interview coming up in a little bit? Somebody's wondering we, if you're going to be available. We do. I said, well, we he, do. you might have to leave. Yeah. Yep, I'm going to have to leave. We've got Channel 9 coming in. They're doing a little interview here today. They're going to do a story, uh, probably air it here the next day or so, on, uh, on just where the, the economy is. A lot of stuff we've been talking about on the show. Uh, so we're going to give a little update for the local market on uh, ABC. Excellent. Well, let me uh, let me get you while you're still here right now. The uh, 
signed in again, the Secure Act 2.0. A couple of the things that I see in the Secure 2.0 Act, um, we go up to RMD ages, which has already been 72, but uh, 72 and 22, 73 for RMDs in 23. Right. Hey, that um, kind of rhymes. That, that's easy to remember. Yeah, it is. And maybe 75, the age of 75 by 2033. Next 10 years. And really okay. what that means is that's when you have to start taking distributions from your IRAs, your 403Bs, any retirement account. It specifies okay. the minimum. That's right. But something I wanted to throw out to our retirement CPA mm. here, our recovering dun, CPA dun, dun. and you guys, is that they're talking about allowing annuities inside mm-hmm. 401ks. The public has been asking for ways to secure their own sort of, I yeah. guess, pension plan, if you will, since we don't have them. Yeah. How do you feel? First of all, what kinds? Do we even know who's going to have the access to it? Please help me out with this. No, you don't know. And and to give a to give a blanket, oh, that's awesome, or that's a dumb idea, uh, depends <laughs> on what kind of uh, annuity contracts are allowed in there, and and also depending on how they're used. It's kind of like and, Clint Eastwood's movie, The Good, The Bad, well, The Ugly. Yeah, you, it's mm. right. Or, or a bad neighborhood, right? Yeah. You don't want to go in there by yourself. <laughs> it's, yeah. um, we see, you know, teachers have had that uh, opportunity for a long time. There's right. a huge organization that um, basically has cornered the, the market on teacher investments, 403B investments, and they do a lot of their their funding of those contracts through a particular type of annuity contracts and they're they're in my experience they've not been used correctly and they're extremely difficult to to unwind they're usually ridiculously expensive the eternal expense is nuts i guess that's one way of saying it I was trying to be, yeah. So do you think that they would have correct. lower cost expense ones in there? Or what do you do then Who inside knows? your well, 401k? You don't know. This is Who all knows? theory. Don't know. Would it's you put theory. some in the investment funds, some in a target date fund, and Here, some in the annuity? Well, I would avoid target date funds. And we talked about that. Go listen to the replay of mm-hmm. our shows, which you can do on our website. We have the podcast, and, and Chrissy helps us out immensely with that. You can go back and subscribe and listen to all these amazing shows. Uh, where we talk about target date funds. Uh, here, was here's that your the Sammy bottom. Davis? It was a little summer. Um, <laughs> love Sammy so, Davis. Love a little summer. Me, me um, too. I love him. Here, here's the thing. The idea makes sense, right? So many folks, the, the world of pensions ended, 401ks put on the back of, of everyday earners, but you got inflation running the, through the gamut and cost of livings through the roof. It's just... Some folks are just having a hard time saving. And so the reality is when it comes to retirement, it's not how much money you have. It's it's how much income is kicking off from that retirement portfolio. And so the the general thought is like, wow, if I got a 401k and I could put it into an income annuity that's guaranteeing me an income for life, who doesn't want that? Until you have to understand the details, the cost. What's the opportunity cost that you're losing? Uh, are you taking uh, too little risk? just by doing that with all of your money. It really becomes um, challenging to just say, here's a blanket solution. And that is my fear. I love the fact that they're thinking, providing options. I mean, there's so many different things that they're doing in this 2.0 
I mean, there's stuff about talking about rolling over um, 529 plans to a Roth IRA. I love that idea. There's so much that's really good in here, but you, it just depends. The devil's in the details. So I wouldn't run off and be like, oh, I got an annuity option in my 401k. You better oh. understand and read the fine print. And you get the fine mm-hmm. print. The problem with Americans, none of us ever read it. We throw it into the fire or start our fires with it. You got to read the fine print. Why? It's your money. Or, my God, go to some advisors that understand this stuff that can sit down and get you some help and help you understand how to be and stay retired. And they can read it for you. Yeah, I think a lot of folks think, though, that they can just call their plan administrator and they're going to get the advice. Yeah, that's a bad idea. That's a good point, Spike. Good luck with that. Good. I mean, they're HR folks. They're not specialists. Well, yeah. they're HR. I mean, they, they, they're there to help you understand the options you have to select your medical and, and do you get overtime? I mean, these are not trained financial professionals well, and it's kind of and awareness on too, them to have to make that decision. The other thing too, uh, companies are, are very reluctant because of liability to have any of their employees or, or people giving any kind of financial planning advice or investment advice. You know, they can, they can tell you how it works, what your options are, but in terms of, of deciding what options are appropriate for you or best for you or what your, what your investment options should be and the investment mix at your particular stage of life, they're not going to go there. They're, they're just not going to give you advice like that well let's let's talk about what the nightmare we've seen in these target date funds right which yeah. were really made up of the s p oh, 500 man. you're gonna get me started TLT, on target date we, funds we, yeah yeah we talked in the beginning and everyone you know just mm-hmm. says oh well when are you wanting to retire and you know 2025 yeah. or will you put it in the 2025 fund well mm-hmm. how's that done for you this year with the tlt's down 31 percent right it, it the the issue is you cannot spike i think you and i and brad did a tv show on this like a year ago we did cannot hit the easy button when it comes to retirement you cannot you know the old staples you hit it you know it, it that doesn't exist in the retirement world and i think we've gotten sports brad preaches on this all the time and he's right so many folks just got lazy because the market was just up yeah. up, 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 up up yep everything went up and you can't fight the Fed. And now we have the Fed moving interest rates. Could be more. We've got companies starting to have layoffs. We're not preaching gloom and doom. But what we're preaching is, hey, heads up. It's dark out there. Yeah, Quit driving around the streets yeah. with your lights off and just hoping you can figure your way home. You better have a plan. We did talk about the the target date funds and that easy button. And and the part of the problem is, is we showed how much target date funds went down last year, because when it's reducing risk from stocks, Joe, where do you they put the allocations in those target? Yeah, well, historically, in the target funds, they go to bonds. The issue is a lot of them have gone into the longer date bonds because they're trying to stretch for what we call yield. And when you look at interest rates, when they go up. Bond values go down, and the longer the bond value is held out, 20-year, 30-year, the more it goes down. Now, if the Fed starts to cut, if we start to see retractions in the economy, we start to see things uh, kind of breaking down, and the Fed says, all right, we're going to start cutting rates, well, the opposite would happen. Then those bonds will will start to rally, and there will be an opportunity and a time to really allocate money into that market. 
but you better understand the economic winds that's going in there and not just looking at average rates of returns on the back of a statement. Right. Well, you, you did mind? get me fired up. Ooh. I know, I know. Do you Ooh. mind taking a look at people's retirement accounts if they're serious about retirement it, 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 to help them out with that allocation? Because here's the thing, you're going to get them 10 years down the road. So if somebody's in their 50s and they're looking for retirement planning, do you mind that phone call? We just had that conversation. We had a workshop last night. We had two teachers uh, that are looking to retire in the next next three, four years. And most of their money's tied up in, into their state teachers' retirement things. And, and they asked that very same question. My God, yes, we work with people all the time. Anyone that wouldn't be willing to do that, get up, we'll run out of their office. This is all about financial planning. And if you're a fiduciary, Lord, yes, you'll meet with somebody to help yeah. them plan. That's what we do. Give us a call right here. If you're serious about retirement planning, today's modern retiree has a completely different landscape than your parents or grandparents did. How long are you going to live in retirement? What is your income stream going to look like when you start taking from those tax deferred accounts? If you don't know, you got to sit down with a financial planning team that can help you do that. Who does it every single day in their offices like Brad and Joe do at Olson Wilson Private Capital. Give us a call right here. 844-657-1072. More with Brad and Joe when we get back right after this. Welcome back to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson, co-founders of Olson Wilson Private Capital. Joe, somebody is wildly waving at the window right now. What is it? Is you got an interview? Yeah, we've got it. We've got uh, ABC News just came in. We're doing a do. We're going to talk a lot about the stuff we just talked about. Yep. So they're going to air talking a little report on just the economy and the impact on everyday Cincinnatians and inflation. So I'm going to bid y'all adieu. How about that? Well, Thank you. you. I was in so London much. and it did. We'll it take it home. Yeah. Talk to some Parisians. We I worked on my shell. I know. Shall have Brad land this airplane nice and We'll let the retirement CPA take us out of here. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Uh, let me start out with this. Uh, Chrissy, I think you're going to help us out. So what what was Jamie Dimon talking about? Let's let's get this into our roundtable. What do you got for us? Let's just start by saying the United States economy is the strongest economy in the world today. So we should celebrate that a little bit. And that's why capital is coming here, business is coming here, is still growing. If you look in the short run, the consumer is spending 10% more than last year and 40% more than pre-COVID. They're spending it in different things. So all your speakers up here, they're, some are doing better, some are doing worse. That's a tremendous sum of money. And they have a trillion and a half dollars still in their checking accounts more than pre-COVID. So the spending is down. That's the good news. And the companies are in good shape, too, by the way. And their balance sheet, consumer balance sheet is in great shape. The other news, which is not good, is that rates are now, you know, 4% on their way to 5 uh, Inflation is eroding everything I just said. And that a trillion and a half dollars will run out sometime mid-year next year. And so when you're looking out forward, those things may very well derail the economy and cause this mild or hard recession that people are worried about. Okay, thank you, Chrissy. There, uh, Brad. Let me ask you. He, in the middle there, he said the companies are doing pretty good. Then why are we seeing layoffs all over the place? Well, what what the companies are doing is looking forward, right? Looking at what their their revenues are, what their projected revenues are, and they're trying to get ahead of what's going on. And you know, I like Jamie Dimon. I've I've always listened to what what he has to say. I think he's really intelligent, but I challenge anybody to listen to that clip and tell me exactly how that's going to affect what, what, what they're going to do with their retirement planning. 
You know, mm-hmm. he said consumers have a lot of money, but they're going to run out of money, so the spending will stop, right, at some point next year. Yeah. Well, how how does that? I mean, it all sounds good, but how does that affect somebody that's trying to plan their retirement and 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 set themselves up so they don't have to worry about paying their bills when they retire? You know, that's what I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. That that you and Joe talk about this every single week. But what it really comes down to is your own individual plan at home. Brad, maybe you could talk a little bit about the written plan. Well, what we prepare for for people when we do retirement planning, we prepare an income plan. We do an investment risk and fee analysis. We do a, a legacy plan. We do tax projections all the different effects or all the different items that affect a retirement plan and and how that's monitored and adjusted over time because you can't you know I say it all the time you can't just set a plan up set an investment allocation up and forget about it and think you're good because we have years like last year right where a, a, an investment allocation to stocks and bonds for the last 15 years has gone up until last year. And and people got used to not watching it, not paying attention to it, pushing the easy button and and using the target date funds in the 401ks and they just got pounded. And yeah. and it's it's important to have somebody else looking over your shoulder, giving you advice, and and helping you steer the ship through all this craziness. And and by having it actually written. And, and when we say like a written plan or a printed plan, however you want to think about it, it it's also amendable. It's also changeable well, you know, as your situation changes, right? So let's get you into a written plan, a written retirement plan, a written strategy, something mapped out. And as you guys like to say, not if planning, actual no. planning. Call 844-657-1072 so you can get your own retirement ready review right here from Brad and Joe from Olson Wilson Private Capital. Brad, um, even though Joe has left, I'm kind of excited because I've got something specifically I've got to ask you about. (laughs) Okay. Uh oh. I came across an article called a 1035 exchange, especially for annuities and insurance products. Way, way, way over my head. But I I do kind of start to understand it, especially because I understand there are some better rates out there right now. So this article was really excited about telling people to do a review right now. Is this in your wheelhouse? Is this in your ballpark? Do you guys do reviews like that to see if products are are still viable for folks? Well, sure. We stand on top of all the current rates that are out there, all the current uh, product designs. And, and it's my experience that, that, you know, the, the, the designs, how the products are built has, just gets better all the time. And what your original question is, what a 1035 exchange yeah. is and what that allows is a for, let me back up. 1035 exchange applies to non-retirement assets, non-IRA 
qualified plan assets. Okay. What a what a 1035 exchange allows, it's a section in the tax code that that gives you the ability, if you do it right, you follow the steps to do a tax-free exchange of one annuity contract in this example to another one. Owner okay. has to be the same, beneficiary has to be the same. Um, the the terms of the contract don't have to be the same. So you can exchange tax-free from a, a older design or a lower rate into one that's got a higher rate potentially or a better design or a design that fits your current circumstances better and not pay any tax on that transaction. Now, ultimately, what ultimately, like, gain, like what if you change companies? Well, you can change companies. You can okay. change companies. It allows for that. There's just it. The, the tax code proscribes what has to stay the same. Okay. It tells you, um, okay. a similar type, um, tax free, exchange allowance is called a 1031 exchange and that's for other real property. So, you know, buildings and land and so forth. 1035 deals with insurance products in particular. And there are some rules again, don't, don't, you know, go in there by yourself, go in there with somebody who knows what the rules are and, and how to do it. But it allows you to exchange out of an older uh, maybe less advantageous contract for you into a better one. So, and, and, and uh, not have also, to worry about the yeah. taxation. Okay. So. All right. And uh, Brad, would you say it is a good time in this space time continuum of investing right now to be taking a look to see if an exchange is in your best interest? I'm wondering because I'm seeing well, the interest rates go up right now. And I'm wondering if that is affecting and, and creating better annuities out there right now. What's well, allowing the companies to design better products, more advantageous uh, to the to the customer, to the consumer, as far as fixed contracts go, right? The, the fixed annuities they're being issued with higher rates. So, yeah, you could exchange into one with a higher rate. That's a potential possibility. It's all part of. I mean, we look at all of that when. Um, when we do a review for a client, we have them bring in all their investments, all their contracts, life insurance, annuities, blah, 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 throw it in a big uh, grocery bag and bring it in and we'll look at it. And, <laughs> and we will, you know, we, we look at it and we'll tell you what we think. We'll tell you what the, what the fees are. A lot of times, you know, people have a, a type of annuity contract that has a lot of fees in it, and they don't understand that. One of the things that I make sure people, even if they don't end up using us as as an advisor, I want them to understand what they have. And And a lot of times that's the first time that people really understand what's going on with their investments, why they have what they have, what it's costing them. And, and then once they have that information, then they can make an informed decision on, mm -hmm. do I need to make some changes? Is this current setup 
appropriate for me? Or based on what I know now, do I need to make some changes? You, you have to have the have to have the information before you can make a, a good decision. All right, and to make a good decision, you need to make sure that you've got uh, a financial coach, an advisor, someone who can help you through. Yep. But more importantly, somebody who does it every single day, retirement planning, accumulation. We've talked about this for a year, almost two years. Accumulation advisor, different than retirement strategy advisors, decumulation, tax strategies, estate planning, even healthcare choices. All of that wrapped up to into you getting your own retirement readiness review. Chrissy, Brad, that's going to be all the time that we have for today's program. Wonderful stuff. Loved it. Uh, but if you want to get your own complimentary retirement readiness review, give Brad and Joe a call right here. We have operators around. You won't be interrupting the program because we're signing off right now. But call that phone number. You can call anytime during the week or weekend. 844-657-1072. That's 844-657-1072 for Brad, Joe, Chris. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back again with more Wise Money next week. Wilson & Wilson Private Capital LLC is registered as an investment advisor and only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. The firm is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting. Advisory services offered through Olson & Wilson Private Capital LLC are separate and distinct from insurance sales and services provided by TAP Insurance LLC.